got questions, please call in early because the time goes so fast here. But Ray Edwards is regular contributor here on the program. He's a grandfather, father, husband, Round Church of God, affiliated for about 45 plus years. Business owner there in Mississippi for about 35, 40 years. And we're just glad to have him here. And friends, the wonderful part about Brother Edwards, what he's been through was momentous. From a counseling perspective, to go through that and still want to serve God is a blessing, and only God can do that. So we're trying to reach out to those who've been hurt and those who've been through it to be a support system, let them know that they can be successful even if they've been hurt. Amen. So we've been discussing this past couple weeks, reality and recovery. And if you don't know where you are, it's tough to know where you're going. So, Brother Ray, for a spiritual check, how does one take inventory about their spirituality? Uh, how would you take? Well, you want to you want to me personally, I review myself and what I say and what I do. I behave. I, I go back and review what I did, and what I said, because I always want to try to the best to line up with God's spirit and with his word. I want to be led by his word and I want to manifest his word. And so you need to, the Bible says that word if I hit in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So you want to have a good inventory of God's word within you so that you can check yourself against God's word to be sure that you're not drifting or going off stray or coming up with your own ideas. Cause it's so easy for humanity to just imagine stuff and then put it into action. And so you want to always be brought back to reality and to life by God's word. And so you want you want to you want to look at yourself and say, uh, it says this here. Am I doing that? And it, it, over here it says, uh, be kind one to another. It says says different things. How am I behaving in my daily life? How am I how am I reacting to those people that come into my life and into my world? Am I showing them the love of God? Am I being? Uh, uh, am I truly? Do, it, you you got to have love to get to give love. So you can't fake love. You can't say, oh, I love him, but then you get in a bind or her, and then you get in a bind, you do something different. And so you, you first got to receive love. And so that's the first inventory is you want to get Christ and God in your in your heart and in your life so that that's the governing feature within your life. You want you want to you want to see love. Love doesn't show respect to persons and it doesn't pick and choose. It just loves. And so God wants us to come to that knowledge and that understanding that that's who we're supposed to be is we're supposed to love one another, not necessarily judge one another or condemn one another, find fault with one another, but we're actually just supposed to be a blessing to those that we come in contact and try to help them on this journey of life. Because everybody that's come to know Christ are in different places in their experience. They're in different stages in their experience. They're in different uh, venues in their experience. And so if we're if we're the spiritual person, then we ought to be able to recognize that in others and we ought to be able to help them where they're at to go to the next phase of their experience. And so I, the way you take inventory to me is you just self-examine yourself by the word of God. You don't necessarily have some uh, a preacher or somebody that's good. And you want to uh, Bible says there's safety to multitude counsel counselors. And so you do want input from other people that's observing you and watching you. 
but you you mainly the I've just used the word of God itself to see which way I'm going. And so that's that's a good to me. If you don't have the word as a as a foundation within your life, you you don't know what you're doing. You don't know which way you're going. You don't have any you don't have any stability because you're 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 totally operating on your own imagination and your own own intellect. And that it just don't work. To follow up, how often should that inventory be taken? Uh, Paul says I die daily. So I think each day, well, how, how, as you, as, as you live and move and do what you do, that word of God should be inventorying you as you go and as you do and as you move. You, you shouldn't wait till you done messed up a bunch and then take an inventory. But if, if you're living, if you're living the way God wants you, I believe the way God designed for us to live, then, then your Christ is living with, Paul says, not I live with, but Christ liveth within me. So if that life is living in you and being manifested in you and you're keeping your mouth shut and keeping yourself shut, what were your inventory is when you open your mouth and when you get into the, get into God's program or try to out, out maneuver God or out speak God, just let him work in you and let that love flow through you. Cause you'll, you'll, you'll get that feeling when you know you done, when you said or did something you shouldn't have, you'll get that like, oh, we said it, doesn't it? Mm. And so, and so it, it should be an ongoing, in reality, an ongoing process. It should be uh, as you live and move and have your being, uh, it, you should be uh, you should be uh, in a situation where God is with you all that time. And so if you, if you find yourself, uh, somebody comes along, maybe they poke you a little bit or they try to get at you. And instead of Christ speaking, you find yourself speaking. That's where you get in trouble. And so you got to wait. It says, what a kind word turns away wrath. And it, it, it's, there's a whole bunch of scriptures and things that God wants you to do uh, when something happens. But a lot of people, instead of reaching, waiting, and let God do the thing for them, they want to get out in front of God. And then they get in trouble. And then they get in a root and sowing situation. Then they get other things happen. And the first thing you know, their feelings get hurt. And their feelings shouldn't have been out there to start with. And I often tell people, uh, how many bad feelings, how, how, how can you hurt a dead man? You know, hmm. how can you hurt somebody? How can somebody who's dead to Christ and alive in Christ, how can they, how can they get their feelings hurt? How can you upset? You walk up to a casket and you can say anything you want to that to that person in that grave in that casket, and I've never had one of them say anything back. And so, uh, so to our very good, so, to our director, is there any uh, questions coming in? Not at the moment, no, sir. So, so God, just real quick, God wants us to come to that place where where we it's it's not us living, but Him living in us, and and and, and that sounds simple, but most a lot of religious people overlook that. They go right mm -hmm. past that. Is if it it's not important, and they create their own their own thing, and out of that thing comes all this pain we're talking about, and all this hurt. When when people create their own thing, instead of letting God create His thing within us, we go out and create our own thing, and then we make a mess of it, and 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 it's terrible, it's horrible. Ray, last week I took some notes while you were talking about this subject, and you mentioned about having your own experience when you went through that time of being wounded and hurt was having your own experience important to your recovery uh it was brother um uh, brother Moon. I, I, you know i i had what i've been talking about right now is my experience uh bible says uh 
my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. If you're going to come to God, you must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those diligently seeking. So part of my experience is I got that in the beginning. And I realized that 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 this is a, a spiritual walk, not an earthly walk. And so even though people came against me and people buffeted me and people tried to do things, I always believed it was they were doing it to the Christ that was in me. And so you you have to have an experience that's above not not you should say the word above, but you had you should have an experience that's spiritual in nature where you realize it's not you this that this is happening to, but because you love God and because you're serving him, he said will no persecution. But you've got to have this this anchor in your soul because it, it ain't just a church problem or a that it, it isn't just a church situation that can hurt you. But false brother, people who profess to be love God and people who profess to be Christians and people that you're fellowship with and have confidence in, if they're not experiencing that, if they're still in their flesh, sooner or later they're gonna they're gonna bite you. They're gonna devour it. Sooner or later they can't help themselves because they don't they're not dead to self. And so so having an understanding of humanity and having an understanding of the difference between spirituality and, and, and carnality or humanism and spiritually knowing the difference will help you through a lot of things because uh, if you if you don't know the difference, you'll get caught up with the group and the and, and with the oh woe with me spirit and oh look what they've done to me and oh I'm I've been persecuted but I I never felt I always felt like I was doing God's will and you talking about my I always felt like uh, I might not have done it perfectly but I always felt like I was in God's will and so therefore the persecution that came was part of the experience of being with God and so uh, uh, and a lot of people can't separate their who they're with and the group they're with from the fact that they're a Christian born again, an individual who stands before God and that they they want an experience that'll carry them through. See, I, I want an experience that'll take me through any situation in any circumstances. Uh, like I told you about Stephen, if, if some that's today, we're not going to be, we're not going to be put on a, we're not going to be stoned. I hope we might later on, but right now we're not. But you know what? We're going to be stoned by people's mouths and the way they feel about us. And they're going to say hateful and hard things. They're going to come against our family. They're going to come against us. If you stand for Christ, if you stand for the word, I'm talking about the pure uncut. I believe this and I'm, I love you, but I'm not going to move. If you take that position on some things, you're going to know persecution. And so if you if if you if you say, oh, well, he's talking bad about me because I love Christ. Well, th that's not right. And so you've got to be prepared to be a Christian. You, you've got to be prepared to be somebody who loves the word 100%. You've got to be prepared for what happens, even in their religious family, because you're taking, now you're not self-righteous, you're not haughty, you're not, oh, I'm right and you're wrong. It's not that kind of thing. But if you just, if you're, if you're doing God's will and if you love God, you're going to know, per, you're going to know persecutions even from your family. Even though I want to, I want to get a question in, uh, yeah, but before right. we do, I'll give you the question in a moment to think about it before I get answered. Yeah, Brother Probes a couple of weeks ago talked about nursing wounds, and friends, if you've been hurt, maybe you've left God, you've not been forgotten. This podcast is designed to help those who've been wounded, who've been hurt 
We're not, not going to lay blame or point fingers, but we want to see you restored, strengthened, and, and feel those blessings of reconciliation, healing, and forgiveness. So again, Brother Ray, he mentioned this idea of nursing wounds. Is that profitable? Well, I, 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 you, I get to give me, give me exactly what he meant by that. In other words, he, if I've been shot or right. I've been hit or I've been beat, right. I've got a bruise. Right. And so I want to I want to I want to heal that place so it can be back productive again. You know, if I if I, somebody comes up and, and hits me with a stick or something and it busts my arm up. Well, it's got to heal. I can't just mm -hmm. go like, oh, nothing happened and run down the road. It, you have to have a time for that to heal mm -hmm. and to, to, to restore itself. But you don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to, I, I want to love that spot and I want that spot to heal. But on the other hand, I don't want to give, I don't want to give place to that spot. I don't want to say, oh, look at me, everybody. I say, oh, look at my arm. I got beat. I, I don't. I want to understand that that's part of life and things happen. And yes, I want to heal it and I want people to console me. But if you're not careful, you can get into a pity party over this stuff. You can go everywhere you go and you, and you never heal because you never let it heal because you want it wounded so you can get sympathy and stuff. And so, but you can't, you can't break a leg and get up and run a marathon. Well, I guess you could, but nowadays they got all kinds of stuff. I think, I think, I think it'd be a little tough though. Yeah, they got stuff today. They, can, they got they got things they can tie you up in where you can almost be paralyzed to walk. But but naturally speaking, right? No, you wouldn't do that. You get a serious wound, you've got to give that wound time to heal. Right, and you got to put medicine on it, or pray about it, or put ointment, or natural ointment, whatever you believe in. You got to you got to do some stuff and give it time, and and you you've got to be. Uh, you got to be careful with it. You can't you can't use it like you could the other like the other arm because it's not healed. You don't want to you don't want to make the wound worse by overusing it or, or getting it started before it's ready. So somebody that's physically or, or mentally or emotionally or been through a wound, through a trauma, through a church situation, uh, it takes time. It, it does take time. But on, on the other hand, just like I said the other night, why are you not at church? Is why did how did why did you get wounded? Why did you let yourself get wounded? I mean, we're supposed to be uh, soldiers of cross, and 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 everybody I know, everybody should be like David, but some people are like the like the like the army of Israel, and so but God wants us to be like David. He wants us to be a conqueror. He wants us to be more than conqueror. That's over our emotions, our feelings, over other people talking bad about us, all that kind of stuff. But that being said, there's some folks that are more sensitive that do get real, real hurt. I'm just, my wife got hurt. She got hurt terrible. She ain't got some of that stuff she hadn't got over yet. I, I'm just not, I'm not made that way, I guess, or something. But no, I, my faith won't let me. I, I just can't be that kind of martyr. I can't be, oh, you know, it happened to me, please. And every time you see me, you know, tell you how I got beat up and all that stuff. You know, the, the guy, the guy, the guy come got the guy that was laying in the ditch. The good Samaritan, he come put him on a, I put him on his mule and took him to the, the place to get him healed up, and so and so we want to get healed. But the thing about it, Christ supplies all our needs according to His riches and glory. Mm -hmm. I believe that. So you've got to believe God's word. So if I'm believing that, then I've got to let Him supply that to me. Mm -hmm. So if I've got a need, 
And if I don't believe that, I won't get healed because I don't believe that. You, you must believe that he is and a reward of those that diligently speak. You've so, got to believe. So that if you, what I'm saying, if you believe that God will do that, he will heal you. But now so what you're you, saying is if I've been wounded in church or wherever, just in life. In your life, yeah. And and I seek the Lord, he can heal those wounds, no matter how deep? No, well, that's, what does all mean? He said he supplies all uh, all your needs according to his riches and glory. Mm-hmm. Now, he's not going to supply all you want. You might want a new car. You ain't going to, you might not get there. <laughs> uh, all right, but if you're hurt in your heart, right, right. who can better heal you than God? Amen. If, if you're in pain and misery, and actually, if your body's wounded, who can better heal you than God? Amen. And, uh, and so, but, 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 we have got to learn how to look to God first and learn how to look and believe that his word will do what it says it'll do. And so if we're shortcutting God by not believing that and letting go into this one or that one or a counselor or all this other stuff instead of seeking the one who created us and the one knows us better than anybody that we should be able to, because I believe that he supplied, he has supplied all my needs according to rich. I, I think I have good mental health and I think I do. Because of God, because I, I believe that I believe He, I believe it said, "If any man like wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth all men liberally." I believe that, and so therefore I expect it, and I and I receive it because I expect it. And so, well, you're it, talking to someone tonight mm-hmm. who's been through some issues, and they have been hurt, but they have a struggle with forgiveness. Any advice for someone who's struggling with forgiveness? Well, you, you, I think I said this before, but you've got to realize that, first of all, God forgives you. It doesn't matter what you've done or how you've been or whether you got crossed up with a preacher or church or at work or, or no matter what you've done, God is willing and wants to forgive you. But part of receiving that forgiveness, he wants you to forgive others. Yeah. And so so if you if you want to get forgiven, you say first thing is like getting that inventory and acknowledge it. Maybe you need to repent over something. Maybe you've got some uh, some issues. Like if you go to get healed, first thing you're supposed to do is check that person to see if they got sin in their life. And so, a person that's hurt, uh, there's all kind of reasons why people hurt. Some people just potential potential. Some people just hurt. It, it, they don't never not be hurt. And so, and there's some people that just got crossed up, got wounded, got to really got out there on the edge somewhere, and and they got too far, and they and they, they really. It pained them what happened. And some people like uh, somebody lets you down that you have great confidence in, you love. Some people are, are really devastated by that because it's true. They're again, it's true. They're again, they're putting their, they're letting their trust and their affections go to the wrong place. It's okay to love somebody. It's okay to love your fellow man. And it's okay. I love Brother Moon, but I'm not going to get upset if I wake up tomorrow and he's gone, he's gone off in the world somewhere. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm going to be upset, but it's not going to, it's not going to rock my experience. And so, and, 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 and so, so we can't get, so we, we get saved, we get in with a group of people. And the first thing you know, we transfer affections over to that group of people that belongs to God. And then we stop believing God will supply all our needs because now our group seems to supply all our needs. We got friends, we got, we go in places, we got little parties, we got this, we got that. Our life is full and we're happy. And then all of a sudden somebody messes it up or something happens or they disappear. And now, now we're devastated. Well, we're not. I, Christ has never done that to me. He's never let me down. Yeah. He's never forsook me. I have no reason to. 
I have no reason to be unhappy because God hadn't done anything but good to me. Mm -hmm. Humanity has done what God said it would do. And they come there. They're, 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 they're a lot of devils out there. So you, humanity is going to do what it does. And that's kind of real. Humanity is going to cry to always crucify Christ or anybody that believes like Christ or anybody that wants to represent Christ. They're going to they're going to they're going to scream Barabbas and try to hang the, the believer. And so if you expect anything different than that, then the word don't teach that. And so but we, we have abundance. We have life and life abundantly. And it's pressed down and running over. But you've got to tap in. You've got to drink enough of Christ and enough of the pure water that it sustains you in any drought, in any situation, no matter what happens to you. But getting back to yourself, a person that that's hurt, please, please seek God. Please, please turn to him. Please say, help me. I believe, I may have had unbelief. I may have not have believed it. I, I may have let my, uh, my faith down. But God, restore my faith. Help me believe again that you will supply my every need. And that's emotionally or he'll just supply. I've had a, I've had a good life and I've had a, an abundant life. Now, everything ain't went the way I wanted to. I've had disappointments. I've had, like I say, I've had uh, uh, people who claim to be something that wasn't. And, and, and some people, want, they want to call you Ray and some people want to call you brother. And some people don't. But all that being said, I, if I drop Christ... Okay, and I quit believing. It, it it's not going to get any better. Ray, our time is just about gone. Any questions, Mr. Director? I do have an interesting comment. Larry Fluellen said that in Acts twenty twenty four, Paul said it's best none of these move me. He did not say none of these things hurt me. Good comment. Mm -hmm. So if he's saying, well, we're not supposed to be moved, but we can feel pain. Sure, we feel pain. Sure, we feel hurt. that's true. But it's it true. doesn't it doesn't take us it does not move us from Christ. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people take their hurt and let it move them from Christ mm -hmm. and separate them from Christ. We're not we're not going to be moved. I mean things hurt. You hit your finger with a hammer, it hurts. You get somebody step you get somebody step on your heart and it hurts. You know, you you know, you put your heart out there and they just trample all over it. It hurts. But it's not gonna hurt me to the point that I'm not gonna stop believing in God. Good point. Rick, good point. Uh one last question for you. Any advice for the podcast? What could we do better? Uh, well, uh, that I, I don't, all I the, the better anything to be better. It has more God in it, and anything to be better has more of the word. In other words, the closer uh, us that are involved in this can draw our hearts to God, the better we're going to be at it, and, and the better you're going to be at it, and the better. We're going to represent what God wants to do here better. It, it's, 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 uh, we need to let God do this and let the Spirit do this and us stay out of it. And if we'll do that, God will speak to who he wants to and he'll talk to whoever he wants to. And, and the message that he wants to get across will, be, will, will get across. And so, and so I believe that just letting God have his right of way. And, and, that, that, and that, you people take that and turn that all kind of ways. But it just just let the spirit lead this thing. Let it, and I believe that's what's happening. And it's going to evolve. It's going to change a little bit. It's going to, you're going to make uh, adjustments here, there, and yonder. But the main thing is just just like you're letting me have you're you're saying, okay, Ray, I believe you have the spirit or whatever you believe. But I'm going to give you liberty to to, to manifest or say that what you believe. And so and so I'm going to try my best to speak from the spirit and the experience I have. I'm not going to try to speak from something I don't have. Mm -hmm. And so, 
And so, and so if, if we allow that to happen, if we allow that to happen, I, I believe we'll hear some different opinions and some different thoughts, but we'll hear God's voice in all of it. And, that, and that's, that's good, Ray. We, our time is gone. Yeah, Friends, I, <laughs> I do apologize. Yeah. Friends, next week, we're going to have a very special guest on hand. He's also a father and an author. He wrote the book called Betrayed. Betrayed, I'm sorry. In Betrayal the in church. The church yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Betrayal in the church. A true story. It occurred in his family. He wrote an excellent book that's called that namesake there. And the book talks about the pain of it, but moreover, the road to recovery. His name is Glenn A. Williams, our guest next week. Again, Brother Edwards, thank you for your input. It's always exciting and challenges us, the viewers tonight, and our wonderful staff. Friends, this Church of God podcast is by Church of God for Church of God. I want to reach out to those who've been wounded to see them get reconciled, to forgive and feel that healing power of God. Thank you for this, tonight, our discussion, for you viewing us. Thank you so much. Lord bless you.